You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. It is another edition of Phillies Today. I'm your host, James Seltzer. It is Tuesday, April the 21st, as the days just keep on going along. And uh, luckily this week, as we talked a little bit about yesterday, we do have some new sports to talk about as the NFL draft will be happening. Uh, nice to just have some sense of normalcy in this world, and the NFL draft happening is a, a normal thing for us sports fans. Obviously, I think if you're listening to this, if you know me, you know that Baseball being back is certainly the number one thing that I am hoping for and waiting for, but at the same time, it is nice to have something new in the sports world. It was even fun to have The Last Dance, the Michael Jordan documentary to talk about over the weekend, Sunday night, and, um, you know, it's uh, it's tough as we continue to get through this as as people who are fans of sports and all that. We all know, obviously, that it is it is pales in comparison in terms of importance to the things that are happening right now and what's going on. But at the same time, um, it's also something that provides us a distraction in our everyday life that, that we go to for entertainment, that we go to to get away from other things or whatever, just because we love it. I mean, again, I, I've said this before on the show, but, you know, during baseball season, it's my whole life is baseball. You know, it's like I come home. I watch the Phillies and I watch other games on on my other TV. I have two TVs in the basement, literally set up for baseball season for all intents and purposes. So on one TV, I have the Phillies. The other TV, I've got this game or that game or that one or this one or whatever. You know, you get the package, MLB package. And, um, you know, it's certainly we're feeling that right now. And again, it is low on the list of, of things that matter comparatively. But I think that um, it does matter to us in the sense that it is something that we love and something we do. And something that that is a part of our, our lives, and uh, you know, obviously, that being um, gone right now is is you feel it on top of all the other stuff we feel. So, uh, hopefully, people can have some fun coming here to listen to these Mount Rushmore series we're being into, and we'll find other fun things to talk about when it relates to baseball. And um, obviously, I, you know, if you are a football fan, I think the draft on Thursday will be a lot of fun. New things to talk about, new players on teams, something to you know get excited about in the sports world. As obviously, it has been a Tough go. A tough go of it, obviously, in many, many ways. Um, all right, let's get to our Mount Rushmore. As we just did right-handed pitchers yesterday, we have gone all the way around the diamond catcher, first base, second base, third base, shortstop, right field, left field, center field, and then yesterday doing right-handed pitchers, and today we'll get into some left-handed pitchers, of course, closers, managers, and overall Mount Rushmore. Maybe we'll Whittle down the pitchers at some point as well to all pitchers, not just uh, you know righties, lefties, closers, whatever. There's a lot more fun to be had. And, and looking back and remembering, and I think the thing that's fun about the Mount Rushmore is, is it really forces you to choose. It really forces you to decide on a four and stick with it. And that is tough to do. Yesterday was particularly hard with the right-handed pitchers. Lefties, it's not much easier. It is a little easier just because there are a couple, no doubt about it, for me. But... It's not much easier. I'm not gonna lie. I, this is tough. I'm looking at the list that I got in front of me. That, and for those that don't know, have not listened, I uh, I try to make the decision as I go, as I go through everything, and really um, read it. Not coming with too many preconceived notions. Like I got a couple. I'm not gonna lie to you. Like 
you know, there are certain guys where you come in and say, all right, they'll be on the list. They're going to make the Mount Rushmore. But um, a lot of times it's feeling it out and, and seeing who deserves to make it and who doesn't and kind of what my gut and my instincts is telling me in the moment. I'm making these decisions based on a number of things, but it's not just who was the best pitcher or their best right fielder or the best whatever. It's it's everything. It's their legacy in the game. It's the impact they had. It's, the of course, the records they hold, the hardware, the MVPs, the World Series titles, the Cy Young Awards, or in yesterday's case, if you're Cy Young, the fact the award's named after you. you know, all that stuff matters and, um, in deciding on Mount Rushmore. So Mount Rushmore, not just the best players, but the Mount Rushmore of a certain thing. And um, today we get into left-handed pitchers. Let's start old to new, as we like to do. Um, three names on the old, old school list. Um, one that I do think has a real chance to be on the list. A couple more we have to mention, but I don't think they'll end up being on our Mount Rushmore chiseled in. But one guy who has a real chance to be chiseled in, um, the great lefty of his time. So much so that Robert Moses Grove was named Lefty Grove. You've heard of Lefty Grove. He was a lefty, obviously. And uh, one of the uh, one of the great left-handers of all time, without question, played from 1925 to 1941. A good portion of his career with the Philadelphia Athletics on some of those great athletic teams, Boston Red Sox as well. After that, he was a six-time All-Star, a two-time World Series champ with those great athletics teams. He won an AL MVP in 1931, won the pitching triple crown a couple times, a nine-time ERA leader. Nine time, a career area of 306. He has the best winning percentage of any 300 game winner in the history of baseball. 300 wins, only 141 losses. Elected into the Major League Baseball Hall of Fame in 1947, was on the Major League Baseball All Century team as well. Lefty Grove, one of the true, true great lefties in the history of baseball. Someone has a real chance to make this list as um, there are not many left-handed pitchers who have had the impact on the sport that Lefty Grove has. Lefty Grove really, truly one of the all-time great seven-time strikeout leader, just a dominant pitcher in his time. Uh, truly, really the one of the great pitchers of his era, again, from 1925 to 1941. Uh, Lefty Grove might make it. I think there's a real case to be made here for Lefty Grove that he should be on the Mount Rushmore of left-handed pitchers. We'll continue with the older school guys played in the same era as Lefty Grove, played from 1928 to 1943. How about that Carl Hubble? Hubble, of course, famously uh, in the All-Star game, struck out five future Hall of Famers, struck out Babe Ruth, Lou Gehrig, Jimmy Fox, Al Simmons, and Joe Cronin in the 1934 All-Star game. It's a legendary story. Hubble also had a great career as well, career 2980 RA, whole career with the New York Giants, nine-time All-Star, World Series champ in 1933, a two-time National League MVP, which is, you know, wild and impressive. Uh, Wins leader three-time, ERA leader three-time, Hall of Famer in 1947. Carl Hubble was a heck of a pitcher, Um, one of the great left-handers of all time, legitimately. Like, uh, it was nicknamed King Carl. You don't get a nickname like King Carl unless you're a truly, truly great player and really was one of the true greats of his time, of his era, and uh, deserves to be mentioned on this list. I don't think he's going to end up chiseled in when all is said and done, but a a real chance to make it. One more old school guy, and he's actually older than the first two I mentioned. I should have mentioned him first. I just want to start with Lefty Grove, but played from 1901 to 1917. Probably not going to end up on our Mount Rushmore, but Eddie Plank was a heck of a pitcher, three-time World Series champ, the lefty. 
uh, won 326 games in his career, a 2-3-5 ERA, um, played the vast majority of his career for the uh, Philadelphia Athletics, St. Louis Terriers, and then the St. Louis Browns as well at the end. Three-time World Series champ, a Hall of Famer. Eddie Plank needs to be mentioned. He will not be on our Mount Rushmore, but uh, I felt like it was only right to give uh, Eddie Plank a mention. All right, let's move forward a, a little bit in time as we have uh, a few guys here, all generally pitching in the, at the same general range of time, and all three could end up on the Mount Rushmore. Legitimately. All three of these guys have real cases to get on there. The first, uh, you know, as, as a, someone who's Jewish, I know for me, for a long time you grow up, Sandy Kovacs was the man, and I never got to see him pitch, but uh, a legend, of course. A shorter career um, than most, only 11-year career, was 165 and 87 those seven years. In those 11 years, excuse me, 276 career ERA, seven-time All-Star, four-time World Series champ, NL MVP, three-time Cy Young Award winner, considering how short he played. That is pretty crazy. Also a two-time World Series MVP. He won the pitching triple crown. Three times. Five-time ERA leader. Pitched a perfect game in 1965 to go along with four no-hitters. Many people believe he's the greatest person to ever throw baseball. Sandy Koufax, that great. And I think that, you know, probably of all the pitchers we'll talk about today, just in terms of pure talent, probably the best of the bunch. Probably the best left-handed pitcher of all time and someone who still has the legacy to go. I mean, when you think about... How short his career was, and yet, comparatively to a lot of the guys we'll talk about, um, and yet the impact he had, Sandy Koufax, one of the true greats in the history of baseball, and um, I think maybe the greatest pure left-handed pitcher in the history of baseball. Of course, uh, the Brooklyn Dodgers, Los Angeles Dodgers spent his whole career there. Again, seven-time All-Star, four-time World Series champ, two-time World Series MVP, along with being an MVP of the regular season as well. Sandy Koufax... Um, I don't want to say a lock to make the Mount Rushmore at the end of this, but I think it's very likely we'll be talking about Sandy Kovacs again at the end of the show about him being on the Mount Rushmore of left-handed pitchers. Another guy who pitched in the same era as Sandy Kovacs started a little earlier, but ended around the same time pitching from 1950 to 1967. That Whitey Ford, Whitey Ford, his whole career with the Yankees, of course, Ford, a um, maybe a little less heralded than some of the other um, great Yankees of all time, but he shouldn't be. Uh, a 10-time All-Star, a six-time World Series champ. He won a Cy Young Award. He won a World Series MVP. He is an all-time, all-time, all-timer. And uh, potentially the guy you want to give the ball to in a big game as much as maybe anybody ever. Whitey Ford was such a big part of winning all those titles. Again, a six-time World Series champ and was the ace of those staffs. That speaks for itself. Whitey Ford, someone who absolutely has to be considered one of the great left-handers of all time. And someone has a real chance to make this list, as we said at the end, when we you know, kind of wrangle this up together and come up with our all-time Mount Rushmore. He is someone whose name has to be seriously considered one of the great Yankee pitchers of all time, potentially the greatest Yankee pitcher of all time. You could argue that. I know Clemens was there for a bit, but you wouldn't say, you know, a career Yankee or anything like that. Certainly of the people who spent their entire career with the New York Yankees, Whitey Ford probably the best pitcher ever. And that is saying something considering the New York Yankees are the greatest team ever and have won a lot of games. All right, uh, another guy who uh, started before these guys, the last two we mentioned, but played just as long, a 23-year career, uh, Warren Spahn. 
Warren Spahn is the all-time winningest uh, left-hander. 363 career wins for Warren Spahn, the most for any left-handed pitcher. Uh, 17-time All-Star. I mean, that is serious. That is legit a World Series champion, 57. Cy Young winner in 57. Eight-time wins leader. Pitched two no-hitters in his career. Four-time strikeout leader. Was elected. In the Major League Baseball Hall of Fame in 1973, again, 363 wins, the most ever by a left-handed pitcher. That is a, a, when you're talking about the Mount Rushmore of left-handed pitchers, the guy who has the most wins of any left-hander of all time, that's a pretty good um, pretty good spot to be in. So I think Warren Spahn, somebody, when we come to this at the end, has a real chance to be on this list, very likely will be on this list. As um, there's a, you know, again, an all-time, all-time great pitcher is Warren Spahn. And um, hard to ignore him. It's going to be tough, though. We've got, we're, this is already tough. I mean, we've already got Lefty Grove, Warren Spahn, Whitey Ford, and Sandy Koufax, and we haven't even moved forward yet. Um, that's tough. That's tough. As uh, this is going to be a tough one to choose in the end. Let's keep moving forward in time with a guy who started his career right when those guys were finishing and played until 1998, 65 to 98, someone we know well. Here in Philly, and uh, someone who also has a real chance to uh, to be on this list, also nicknamed Lefty. How about that, Steve Carlton? Steve Carlton, three hundred and twenty-nine career wins, four thousand one hundred and thirty-six career strikeouts. Carlton, a ten-time All-Star, two-time World Series champ, of course, nineteen eighty with the Phillies being one of those. He won the NL Cy Young four times. That is more than anybody else has ever won the NL Cy Young. Greg Maddox also won an NL Cy Young four times. That is an important, distinguished number right here. Triple crown of pitching in 1972. Uh, four-time wins leader, five-time strikeout leader. Elected in the Hall of Fame with 95.8% of the ballot in 1994. Steve Carlton is a, no doubt about it, all-time great left-handed pitcher who, again, has a real chance to be on this list here. Um, when this is all said and done, this is tough. Again, I'm already, I'm already dreading having to pick four of these guys because this is such a tough list. Uh, I really don't know which way I'm going to go. We've got some more names we need to talk about. Let's get into it. Um, someone who won't be on the Mount Rushmore, but shout out to Vita Blue. He was a great, great pitcher who deserves to be mentioned. He will not beat some of the other names we said, but was a great player, six-time All-Star, World Series champ, three-time, the AL MVP in 1971, won a Cy Young, certainly a, a great pitcher who deserves to be mentioned. Another guy from a little bit after that, but same era, generally speaking, who also um, needs to be mentioned and is not someone who, uh, you know, look, his talent, you know, he's not worth mentioning for this list, but for other reasons, we're talking legacy and all that, you can't not mention Tommy John. Tommy John won't make this list at the end, but a four-time All-Star, 288 career wins, a 3.34 career A, not the best left-hander of all time or even close, but the legacy. Tommy John has gone on to have quite the legacy just because of a surgery, and I guess it's not really fair for his legacy to be that, but Tommy John does need to be mentioned. He won't be on there. But again, you've heard Tommy John's name more than you've heard any other pitcher we've talked about over the last 15 years watching baseball. More than any of these guys. More than Sandy Koufax because of the surgery. So he won't make the Mount Rushmore, but I did think it was worth mentioning him. You know, obviously a roundabout way to make it onto this list, but deserves to be mentioned. He will not make the list. Again, don't get me wrong. I will not choose him over Sandy Koufax. 
But Tommy John, the legacy part really does matter. All right, let's move forward another generation here and get to a guy who really could be on the list and um, might be. Randy Johnson is one of the all-time great pitchers of all time. Certainly one of the greatest left-handers of all time. 303 career wins. A 4,875 career strikeouts. That is the second most in the history of baseball besides Nolan Ryan. So obviously it is the most ever by a left-handed pitcher. 10-time All-Star. World Series champion 01, of course. World Series MVP along with Schilling. A five-time Cy Young Award winner. Only one person has won more than five Cy Youngs. That's Roger Clemens. Randy Johnson won five Cy Youngs. He is an all-time, all-timer. Triple crown of pitching in 02. Four-time ERA leader. Nine-time strikeout leader. Threw a perfect game. A no-hitter. Killed a bird with a pitch. The craziest thing I've ever seen in my life. Obviously, that doesn't go on the Mount Rushmore, but I will say that Randy Johnson responsible for probably, legitimately, the craziest baseball highlight in the history of baseball when in spring training he threw a pitch that killed a bird. The craziest thing I've ever seen. Go and watch. Look, if you've never seen this, Google Randy Johnson bird, and you will see Randy Johnson throw a pitch and then a bird explode as the pitch makes its way to home plate. It's one of the craziest things I've ever seen in my life. It is not a reason to put him on the Mount Rushmore, but certainly you got to mention it when you're talking about Randy Johnson. Johnson, of course, bounced around, was an Expo, a Mariner, an Astro, a Diamondback, a Yankee, a Diamondback again, and ending with the Giants. But that says nothing about what an amazing all-time great pitcher he was. And there's a really good chance. I think Randy Johnson could be on this list when we get at the end here. Randy Johnson, um, for many reasons, potentially the greatest lefty of all time. He's in the discussion and uh, certainly on the list. Another guy from, from the Johnson era, so to speak, from 87 to 08 he played, who has to be mentioned. He probably won't crack the top four because, you know, uh, we've mentioned some serious big hitters, but Tom Glavin was a heck of a good pitcher. 305 career wins, 10-time All-Star, World Series champ in 95, Won the Cy Young two times, and considering he was going up against Maddox a bunch of those times, pretty damn impressive. World Series MVP in 95, which is pretty impressive. The only Braves title of that run. He was the MVP of that. Um, was a good hitting pitcher, too. Won the Silver Slugger four times and a Hall of Famer in 2014. Um, Tom Glavin, really a grand. Glavin was always someone I was so impressed with. As his career aged, as he got older, he really learned to adjust. He learned that it was all about the the difference in speeds and you didn't have to be able to throw in the 90s anymore to still be effective and was able to vary up his speeds enough that pitching slow it still worked tom glavin an all-time great left-handed pitcher who deserves to be mentioned he probably won't make the list but deserves to be mentioned two more deserve to be mentioned than one more as we move forward one more generation here our last generation two guys who deserve to be mentioned who will not be on the list but uh madison Baumgartner is not on the mount rushmore of left-handed pitchers of all time but um, has had a great career and is, uh, you know, obviously a legend when it comes to the playoffs. Four-time All-Star, three-time World Series champ, World Series MVP. Um, but just for that postseason performance alone, the greatest single postseason performance I've ever seen in my lifetime was by Madison Bumgarner in 2014. Carried the Giants to the World Series title. Was just um, awe-inspiring to watch. He won't be on the Mount Rushmore, but deserves mentioning. Same with CC Sabathia, who will not be on the Mount Rushmore, but... Really has had a wonderful career. 251 wins, 3,909, uh, excuse me, 3,093 strikeouts, six-time All-Star, World Series champ, Cy Young winner in 07. CC had a heck of a career. I love CC. I'm a big fan of CC. I've always been a big fan of CC for some reason. Just always dug that guy. 
um, but he will not be on the list. Just has to be mentioned. The last real contender for the list is the great lefty of our generation, of this this generation now, and still one of the great pitchers in baseball, and certainly um, maybe not quite what he was before, but an all-time, all-time great, legitimately one of the best left-handed pitchers. If we were just doing the most talented left-handed pitchers, he might be on the Mount Rushmore. He's that good. Clayton Kershaw. Kershaw, eight-time All-Star, and still playing, obviously. 2008 started his career. NL MVP in 2014. He's a three-time Cy Young winner and still going. Won the Triple Crown of Pitching in 11. He's a three-time wins leader, a five-time ERA leader, a three-time strikeout leader, also threw a no-hitter in 2014. He will be a Hall of Famer someday. He has a career 244 ERA, which is insane. Think about the era in which Clayton Kershaw pitches, and think about the fact that he has a 244 career career ERA. That is shocking and impressive. Clayton Kershaw, the best lefty of a generation, legitimately, handily. You know, it went from Randy Johnson to him. That's it. Sorry. Clayton Kershaw is that great and legitimately could be one of the great left-handed pitchers of all time. Legitimately, at that point, and his... And the way he finishes out his career will matter, but he's that type of pitcher, that type of guy. But does he have the legacy some of these other guys do? Certainly the postseason is hurt, and obviously the Astros thing certainly doesn't make it any easier to deal with that. But um, Clayton Kershaw, an all-time great, who deserves to be mentioned. Look, I think Kershaw's in the running. As we whittle this down here, for me it really comes down to seven names. It comes down to Lefty Grove from the old school class. Koufax, Ford, Spahn, Carlton, Randy Johnson, Clayton Kershaw. Four of those guys will be on the list. Four of this list. This is tough. How do you choose between all these guys when we're talking about Rushmore? Again, I'm, I'm leaning towards legacy. I'm leaning towards what they've done. There's a lot of factors here. So let's knock them off as we go. I think number one has to be on the list. I mentioned as we were going, but Sandy Koufax is on our Mount Rushmore. Chisel him in. Again, had a shorter career than other guys and did more with less than anyone ever. Three-time Cy Young winner, two-time World Series MVP, which is incredibly impressive. Sandy Koufax, the greatest left-handed pitcher of all time in terms of talent, and the legend is growing. Obviously, uh, uh, one of the great Jewish athletes of all time. A lot of things in Koufax's corner. Sandy Koufax has made our list. Number two, and again, we're choosing between now Lefty Grove, Steve Carlton, Randy Johnson, Clayton Kershaw, Whitey Ford, Warren Spahn. What a list. Number two, Randy Johnson's on the Mount Rushmore of left-handed pitchers. He just is. Second most strikeouts in the history of baseball. 300 wins. World Series MVP. Five-time Cy Young winner. The greatest lefty of an entire era, of a generation. This is not recency bias. It's just what it is. Randy Johnson is one of the greatest left-handed pitchers of all time and also has the legacy to back it up. Randy Johnson is on the left-handed pitching Mount Rushmore. We have two spots left. And it comes down to Kershaw, Carlton, Lefty Grove, Whitey Ford, and Warren Spahn. All right. This one's a tough one, but obviously because I don't know nearly as much about him as others. And I certainly didn't get to see him. And guess what? Most of us didn't. But I think you have to put Lefty Grove on the Mount Rushmore of left-handed pitchers. I think he has to be there. The numbers, the history, the fact that his nickname is Lefty. He was the original Lefty and an all-time great. I'm putting Lefty Grove on the list. And again, come at me. I never saw him pitch, all that stuff. It is what it is. I don't think he can make the... the I think it would be disingenuous. I have Lefty Grove. So we have Lefty Grove, Sandy Kovacs, Randy Johnson. We have one spot left. 
to Clayton Kershaw to Whitey Ford to Warren Spahn to Steve Carlton. And guess what? This is a Phillies podcast. Steve Carlton's on. I'm sorry. It might not be the smartest pick. In fact, Warren Spahn is probably the correct pick here. Most wins for a lefty, pitch for a really long time. I mean, you could even argue that Whitey Ford might be the pick because of the playoff success, a Yankee, all that stuff. But Steve Carlton was also nicknamed lefty. Steve Carlton is the second most strikeouts for any left-handed pitcher of all time. Steve Carlton means more to us, and I think he was a better pitcher than some of these other guys. So this is, you know what, this is me being a homer. I don't care. I'll admit it. It's Phillies Today is the name of the show. Steve Carlton, welcome aboard, sir. You are the fourth face chiseled onto Mount Rushmore. I apologize to Whitey Ford and Warren Spahn and to a lesser degree, Clayton Kershaw. Um, Carlton, congratulations. I'm sure you are very excited about it. All right, tomorrow we come back. We'll dive into closers. We got managers coming up. We got a full Mount Rushmore of all baseball coming up. We got a lot to do. Don't get on me too much about the Carlton thing. Let me be a homer a little bit in these times. Let me have a little fun. Uh, so again, our final Mount Rushmore of left-handed pitchers, Sandy Koufax, Randy Johnson, Lefty Grove, and Steve Carlton. All right, thank you for listening. I hope everyone stays safe, stay healthy. I'll be back tomorrow with another edition of Phillies Today. So thank you again for listening to Phillies Today right here on the Phillies 24-7 Network. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.